Before we get into today's episode, we wanted to introduce you guys to Shoebox. Shoebox is designed for sneaker enthusiasts, a unique one-of-a-kind sneaker-inspired pin product. What makes them unique is that 10% from every pin sold goes to purchasing new sneakers for kids in need. At the PLP, we love to support the youth. So y'all use the code LOUNGE20 at checkout to get 20% off. You can find them at shopshoebox.com. So S-H-O-P-S-H-O-O-B-O-X.com or on Instagram at shoebox underscore S-H-O-O-B-O-X underscore. Thank y'all and enjoy the episode. Tune in. Welcome to this week's episode of the President's Lounge. I'm your host, Majid. Welcome to the interesting conversation. We're going to be talking about student politics and student government stuff at post-secondary level at university. To get into this conversation, we have Patricia from Vanier College. Patricia, introduce yourself. Hi, folks. Um, my name is Patricia. I am the Vice President of Social Cultural Affairs at Vanier College, or for Vanier College at York University. Um, I'm in my fourth year studying sociology and a minor in health and society, and I think that covers my introduction. You already know who you... it is. Come on. I'll got to explain myself. This guy's so arrogant on the mic, though. I'll got to explain myself. This guy's so arrogant on the mic. Let's have ourselves you know a I mean? good day today. Let's tap into these topics, man. So, <laughs> so to get into the conversation off rip, Patricia, what did you think of our college as a whole last year? Of Founders College, honestly, do I even have like a proper opinion? I feel like in general with the colleges, there's always going to be um, like positive aspects of the college councils and there's going to be negative aspects of the college councils. Um, Founders is a smaller college at York. So obviously the way y'all function as a council and as a group is different from the way, for example, Vanny functions as a college or as a group, um, just given the population size of each college. Um, but I think y'all have a pretty good college. Like I, I have no complaints. Y'all know I was a Yo, frequent she's so visitor. PC, bro. <laughs> so PC, listen, bro. listen, listen. We're you know not, I was a we're frequent. Not, we're okay. not here for the PC. Cut okay, out the PC. Okay. All right, all this right. is the real talk. <laughs> yeah. We don't. I know you want. I know. I know you don't want to have. You know what I mean? I know you don't want to be like. But we all know. That that council. Remember, we're talking about okay. You're you're what you're talking about is the experience of founders. It's right. a great experience. Like when right. you come to founders, yeah, you know what we know, do. It was wild. It was wild. <laughs> like as a, as a, as a boatload. For those that experience founders college, you know what it is. Like if you didn't 100%. experience it, you if you didn't experience it, you wish you did. Whatever. There's Snapchats. There's videos. Go ask those of people course. for the videos. Of course, of course. Now, from the aspect that I'm talking from is. All the times that me and you have talked mm-hmm. about what student government is. Like, you know but, what I mean? Like, in terms of, like, the issues which... that I, I'm dealing okay. with, the polys that we dealt with, the, in terms right. of you're running it, the, we had, you're doing an event from your college, and we got to write you guys a check, and then this isn't happening because of this, and then, like, just all of that stuff. What was it overall last year, including yours, too? Like, what was Vanier, like, student government to you as a whole? How did it feel? Um, it was challenging, honestly, like, uh, mm-hmm. like I said, like it comes with a lot of challenges, like being part of a student government. And 
I think especially when you have, you know, each each college council has at least 20 people on it. And when you have at least 20 people on it, you have a lot of different characters and a lot of different personalities and they're going to clash. Mm-hmm. That's that's the main the main thing of it. And yeah, some exactly. people are there to actually put in the work and actually, you know, to serve the community. And some people are there for their own self-serving purposes. Yeah, so, a lot of self-interest for sure. Exactly. A lot. So a lot of club chasing. Yeah, a lot of a personal lot, yep, yep. personal agenda exactly. for sure. You know, access to spaces. Like some people just run it because they want access to spaces. Some people just come on council. <laughs> <laughs> some people just come on council because they want, you know, a jersey. Some people come on council because, you know, their name is now going to be associated with Vanier College Council or Founders College Council. So everyone has their different motivations for coming off the council, right? And so because of these different motivations, when you don't have when everyone doesn't have necessarily the same mindset or the same values regarding their positions on council, that's when risks start to happen. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's funny you say that, Patricia, because when you like elaborate or explain it like that, it's very small scale stuff people are looking for. Like as yeah. to why oh, like, for sure. Why would you join a college council like just for that primary reason? Yeah, exactly. I'm pretty like, there's sure so many more benefits that you could things. do. Yeah, like you know, there is plenty of more ways of marketing yourself or rebranding yourself. Like, I don't think advantage of a college is, like, one of them. I mean, it, I feel like it depends on which college you're part of. And I think, for example, speaking mm-hmm. of my experience with Vanier College, like, after, I would say, green year, Vanier College got a lot of hype. Like, Vanier College and, like, ev- not everyone, but most people can say, like, that's where, you know, everyone wanted to be at was, you know, Vanier College. Yeah. Was the lit was college, Vanier. As a former right? member myself, yep, I'm aware. I saw the come up live. So, but then the come up, <laughs> the come up, you know, it happened and then the decline also happened, oh, sure. right? So you saw people coming in and then people came in again with their own interests. At first it started off as a community and so then it started getting clicky. Just like I said, like self-serving interests and people came in with their own agendas at the end of the day. That's the reality of it. Yeah. So even, even with that, like we all know my issues from last year and the whole entire my honorarium situation. There's more mm-hmm. polys that I didn't even bring to like you that mm-hmm. Quabs knows that we had our group chat. Remember that whole beef Quabs? About the insane. about yeah, the jackets? Bro, the jackets, everything. Jackets. Every, everything that was everything that could have been argued you, about. I, I can give you the about. quick the quickest synopsis. And like, yeah, yeah. And like if you know, me. you know. And okay. it's like this. So we got some you know how you get your jackets where it's like council gets your jacket with council names on it and everything. So okay. it came to the point where uh the person organizing it He's waiting for the last few people to come pay. But I already communicated in advance, way in advance. I'm like, yo, fam, right now I'm, I'm financially just trying to figure things out. Mm-hmm. I don't have an answer on you if I want to get these jackets. Plus, I just wasn't rocking with that council themselves. So I don't want to get a, I don't want to buy something to have a memorabilia of people that I didn't rock with. 100%. So he's like, all right, cool. When the last two people pay and you're the last person, I'll give you the heads up. So that way it's cool and then you're fine. Me and him mm-hmm. had that conversation way months in advance. Right. People now in their jacket, and I get where those people are coming from. They gave him they gave him their money, and he has their money on the credit card or whatever, waiting to go make that purchase. Mm-hmm. Um, he was waiting for three other, he was waiting for like three or four other people, and I was one of those people. Mm-hmm. So in the group chat, I guess they just got fed up one day. And someone in the chat says, like, um, I want my jacket, and it's not my fault that I can't that people some people can't get it together in a timely manner to pay for their jackets. What? And it's someone with a golden spoon in their mouth. So I I wasn't having it that day, and I said, Yeah, it's not my fault that we're all not born with like golden spoons or like silver spoons in our mouth or been given everything by our parents. Some 
some witty thing. That person got mad and came back at me saying, oh, I've worked for everything in my life. I'm like, I'm not saying you didn't, but the argument that you're saying is that I'm poor, whatever, you're trying to say something. Like, you're trying to talk up for a person that shouldn't be talking up. Right. Then It was a spectacle. It was a spectacle, because guess what happens? You know how councils are a gang? It's clicks, click-based. Oh, yeah. If you have it. So that click contained it seven eight people like probably half of our council was that click right or uncle yeah, bina it might have been most more than half. a good a, a good like, amount like 70 so that whole click it's so that whole click is now on the messages with me so mm. i'm getting like eight nine messages all in one all in one thing i'm like yo fam i'm not even gonna reply back because to reply back to nine individual people at once you just can't i don't yeah. have that thing i can't do that you guys are saying one thing and someone else so i just deaded it moved on I'm not going to get into it, but the person was someone that was a mutual friend of my ex and then blah, 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 blah. My ex tried to tell me to squash it, didn't squash it. Shit went left more because Mm. I was supposed to be on a phone call with that person. Went on a phone call to kind of clear the air to not only find out there was other people on the call listening. To then come now, we go to a council meeting. And then now it's it's a setup. It's a whole setup thing. I just felt set up the whole time. So we get into a council meeting, man's are bringing it up, blah, 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 blah. But the, to bring it up to the point, it's like, it's click-based, you know what I mean? Like, like sure. no one is in there in terms of it to be there, like, solely for the purpose of the college. And even now, mm-hmm. it's like, this year's council, I don't know if you can agree. I feel like this year's council for founders is completely different in terms of it because it's all fresh faces. It's all new people. There's no really mm-hmm. big clicks. The one clicks that there are, it's like, it's to help people and it's to do academic stuff and events and whatever. But it's no yeah. social like construct where it's like, oh, these are my friends outside and I don't want to do anything to hurt their feelings. That's what it comes down to. You don't want it. People can't separate work and like pleasure. Like if it's a situation yeah. with me, Kobina, and Kobina does something wrong, I can check Kobina. Literally. And Kobina, Kobina can sure. check me in a council meeting should. where he's done it. And after that council meeting, me and Kobina can go hail up, sit down, play FIFA and kick it. And I know yeah. it wasn't personal. They take everything personal in in terms of the in terms of the situation. Well, I think that's a thing though. When people aren't used to being in positions of leadership or power, they try and just entangle everything at once. So they want their exactly. personal interests to be piqued or pleasured. They want what their agenda is or what their reasons for being a part of council. They want those to come to fruition. They just want everything to happen. Like they want everything that they want to happen. They want it like full tenfold. But like that's not how life works, right? It's not, and not only that. Not only that, I also think that when people come on to council, they don't, especially when they come on to council with their friend group, they don't comprehend the, A, the amount yeah, of work that council, exactly, the amount of work that council, the amount of work that council requires, and not only that, but the fact that you really do have to know how to separate your professional life and your personal life, because I feel like that's one thing that I've seen both years on council, um, is that friend groups will come on and they'll fend for their friend even if their friend's dead in the wrong. And yeah. we understand that's your friend, but if you have a solid friendship, like you said about you and Kubina, you're able to call them out on 100%. whatever the issue is and still 100%. continue that friendship same way as you did before. They might get a yeah. little mad naturally because, you know, yeah. like you know it, what I mean? it, it's coming across, you know, from your friend, whatever, you might take it a little bit more personally. But at the end of the day, you have to know that you came on here to run professionally. You didn't come on here... To run yeah. as your friend group to have access to a space or to have yeah, the name exactly. Vadney College Council in your bio. You know what I mean? Yeah. So it's like and what people what people can bring to us is like and this is the craziest part, because I know it I know I know once this comes out and those people that know whoever they are, 
And like, man, I have to know about the timing that this is gonna come out, man. I have to know about the timing. No, because like... once you you'll hear before it comes out, so you'll you'll have enough time to prep. But, oh, thank you. But what's tonight. gonna be said about what's gonna be said about this is that you you guys got access to certain spaces, and it's like we did get access to certain spaces. We did okay. what we did with certain spaces, but right. at the end of the day, we put people first in all those Literally. spaces. You could never mm. once second guess or no, second yeah, doubt no, no one our really intentions. Yeah, no one questions. You could never do that. Like at that. any moment, at any after, at any moment after school hours, you can never question anyone's safety with us hanging out, yeah, whatever. We were there. You we couldn't. interacted with our constituents. Everybody was friendly and welcome then no matter what. But mm. it got to a certain point where like they they were even welcome to come hang out. The people that like will come say something right now to this moment. So right. it's like when things don't work out for you in a situation, you want to come flip the narrative and be like, well, you guys are access spaces like you were there. <laughs> like you guys were participating in those things. Yeah, the situation happened. Yeah, yeah, things got locked off and everything deaded its situation. <laughs> but you guys were active a participants. We're a hundred of you. Yeah, like, a hundred of you. you guys story. can't say that. And if you guys do say that, yeah. you, you guys are liars to this day. Oh, yeah. Oh. Mm. Because if you guys were active, if you guys weren't involved, if any of them weren't involved, I could have been like, yeah, cool. You guys weren't involved. You guys weren't there. Like, you know what I mean? And then you guys yeah, have the right sure. to come, 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 come try to say something to me. But if I saw you live, I don't want to hear, I don't want to hear you message. I don't want to hear no comments. I don't want to hear no sly things. I don't hear nothing underneath your You're breath. Because you came and you had fun. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> conspirator. So I don't really want to hear that. But that's the point to even... Even to like now to like just to like think about situations in terms of counsel, it's like it's nothing crazy. You're working with a cool budget to do events. And it's like I remember Corbin used to say this thing all the time. I mean, me, Corbs knows this one. We used to say this all the time. It's not even like a clout thing. It's not even like a gas thing. But it's like outside of Keelan Steels, like, who are you? Like, no, what do you do? Yeah, it's what do you connect yeah, with? Like, outside that. of Keelan Steele. Once we leave this campus and you go on roads and we're DT and, like, you bump into someone, do they remember you if you try to hail them? And it's not a clout thing. It's just, like, it's easy to be known on a campus because you spend so much time there. You sp- you're yeah. there all the time. You're invested in, a, in a murals, ca- calf classes and stuff like that, so watching sports games. It's easy. But once you leave this campus and you go to McMaster, you go to Queens, you go to Laurier, you go to whatever, you go to U of T, it's like, yo, like, you just, you know what I mean? But yeah, it's that's what I think. I noticed, like, you know, like, in, in my years at school, fam, like, I've definitely noticed, like, bro, like, a lot of individuals join, like, to legitimately, like, make friends. Like, they might not have had an image in high school, right? Yeah, And York, exactly. it's, a very, it's a very easy place to rebrand. Like, everyone hangs out with everyone. It's not difficult 100%. to find a yeah. social group or some sort of niche or environment yeah. where you'll be socially active and socially successful. So That's I feel bad. as though, like, a lot of people are looking at that and they see, you know what, this might be a better way for me to get myself out there. Which it is, because there's very interactions connections and it has great benefits to yeah it. for sure 100 well, yeah. percent. and i feel like it comes with you you end up gaining those experiences you end up gaining um connections and it's it honestly it's a networking platform in a sense yeah but it's yeah. also like what you're saying like you you may be networking but how much impact do you actually have on people yeah. like and the impact exactly. that you do have on people is it a positive one or a negative one because Exactly. I know for, for myself, for example, right? Like I can want it to have a positive impact on the Vanier community and the York community as a whole. Yeah. If, you know, Facts. I left a negative, t- a sour taste in someone's mouth, I, you know, I apologize, like stuff happens. But 
overall, I'm here for... You can't please everybody. You know what I no, mean? No, you can't. At the day. And some people get, are just naturally not going to like you. Some yeah, people are naturally that's not going to like of you. It. Exactly. <laughs> You've gotten to that point where, like, once you get... I think being on student council teaches you, like, oh, you're just naturally just not going to like me no matter how good of a job I do. For like, sure. it, it doesn't matter what I do. Like, even for, like, Frosh. They brought up they brought up during my honorarium meeting that mm. I didn't do anything to help in Frosh in Frosh Week. And you remember that Frosh Week that we had that kid that was at Glendon that I told yeah. him to get on your bus and then we couldn't and then Glendon kept him. And then me, Jay, I think Quab yeah, me, Jay, and Quabs, I think it was Quabs too. We drove back to Glendon from York to go pick him up to have him come to the Founders Pit Party. Yeah, because it was just, you just for him to have an experience. To yeah, exactly. Just to have him experience, have an experience, and that stuff that you don't tell people because you don't, you're not like we were doing it for the goodness of our heart, not to tell them. So I didn't tell mm-hmm. my council that that we went back to go pick up the, to pick up this kid and bring him here. We just say, yo, we're doing this for this kid. Blah 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 blah. He's gonna enjoy it. I feel like 100 percent the in, the good intentions were there, but there's also certain protocols that need to be followed. So I feel yeah, like in a yeah, sense, yeah, just, yeah, to, just to go back on it, like obviously the past is the past. You're not going to go back yeah. and change it. No, but never. probably you should have let them know like what was happening. But at the same I time, I only told like, Alex because you know what I mean? Yeah. But at the same time, like your intentions were there for the kid. And that's what Frosh is about. That's what the college, what you should be on the college council about is to help the people within your community. And if someone's asking for something, then you're going to do everything within your power to make that happen for them. But at the same time, there also there still are protocols, right? And like I kind of yeah. faced the the repercussions of that too. Trying are to you help in trouble for out. That? Yeah, I got paged. I got paged by from um, who? The uh, from from Glendon. Yeah, from Glendon, and it was kind of like. No, but he's I a waste. Paged- I'll say that live right here. <laughs> I don't care because yo, I went to a meeting. I went to a meeting for Alex that same year to replace Alex. Mm-hmm. I think it was it was a presidents roundtable, and I went there. And this guy came to this guy saw me and he started whispering something to another president saying, yeah, that's the guy that came and picked and took the froshy. Blah, blah, blah. I said, yo, I said, like, bro, you kept the money for him. We didn't even want that kid transferred. I said, keep the money and we'll just take the kid. Yeah. And he said, no, still. I said, I said, I'm not even taking the money out of your pocket. Your college is he's like, he's like, because of Glenn and Carter was so expensive. I said, I'll keep the money. Let us just take the you. He wants to have fun. What's the issue? Sign mm-hmm. the paperwork, keep the money. We're not going to ask for a kid transfer. He's like, yeah, but he, I want him to stay here with us. You're forcing the kid to stay here now. Like, yeah. he doesn't speak French. He doesn't feel like this is a safe environment for him. Yeah. So it's like some, some people just take that power they get and they just hold it. And they just try to hold it above you. Because he was, he was president and I was director of finance at the time. So who am I in terms of the, the, the scale the of power? Yeah, you know what I mean? Who am I, to, who am I to talk to him like that? And it's like, fam. At the end of the day, you're here to serve the people, the students. We're not, we all get paid because we do work, but we would not be getting paid if it wasn't for the students. You're not getting paid through the university as a separate, as a separate dollar. Yeah. But I think you also like to look at all perspectives is like our colleges run differently than the way Glennon runs. And I've learned that through their socials and stuff like that. Glennon is a weird college. I'm going to be a real honest. They're a weird <laughs> Yo, they're, they yo, they're weird. weird. I talked to, I talked to the current president, <laughs> Bo, like during, during the planning of Frosh. And like, he's, he's a good guy. Like I like Bo. Yeah, both But cool. he, what he's gone through in terms of like what happens at Glendon in terms of like the racial discrimination, yep. other types of discrimination, other types of issues, which is just because it's not at Keel and Steels. Mm-hmm. 
I feel like it doesn't get any recognition. Recognition, you know. What no, I mean? it doesn't. Just because, just because it's, just because it's like an affiliation of York, but it's still York, but it's not on campus. Yeah, it doesn't get any looks. No, it doesn't. And like they're just the way their government runs, like the way their their college runs, is so different yeah. from the way we do things on, you know, like on the Keel yeah. campus. And I feel like yeah. also in a sense, like Glennon can also sometimes feel alienated from the rest yeah. of York. Like they don't feel like they're it's part facts, of York. Though. You know what I mean? They have a whole separate yeah. campus. They have a whole separate college. They have, um, you know, it's mainly French speakers. So I had a friend yeah. who she was originally part, like on Glennon campus. She was originally Glennon College, all that. And then mm-hmm. she ended up taking up a minor. And then she came to Keel campus and was doing the majority of her classes on Keel campus last year. And then she, you know, became part of Vanya, whatever. And she's like, it's so different. Like she was telling me about the differences. And she's like, it's just the way the community itself is so different between Glendon yeah. and the community on Keel's, camp- on Keel's campus, right? It's also like the size difference. There's yeah. so many different factors. So it's like, I can't even look at like, I look at them weird sometimes, like for sure, but I can't but even it, blame it, them because it. it's, it's different experiences, right? And I feel like but just how, in life. So, so how would you, so, all right, cool. Yeah. You're president of you're president of York University now. You know, Rhonda stepped down. You know <laughs> what I mean? President Rhonda, sorry, President Rhonda stepped down. You're president now. President Patricia. Okay. How would you get Glendon to feel incorporated to the Keel campus? Cause it's not about that there's no shuttles to transfer them. Yeah. Like there's a shuttle for those for the Glendon community to come here. You know what I mean? And like for sure. there's inter- there's intramurals teams that sign up and stuff like that. So there's different ways that you can incorporate them. What would you do? to incorporate the Glendon students towards, uh, towards Keel? That's a great question, actually. Like, that's, a, that's, that's the big question. Even I sat with myself when, when we were driving to Glendon, like, I was like, yo, fam, it felt like an hour trip, I promise you. We took the 407, too, and it felt like an hour. We took the 407 it's all the way like down. It's like a half-hour drive. It's not even that deep. It, like, it, it's it like, feels it's deep. It's 30, 40 minutes. It does feel deep, but it's not. It's crazy. Where is it, Bayview? Bayview and Lawrence. It's not, fa- it's not far, but, like, York's already a commuting school. You yeah, know what I mean, even the Glennon students probably commute there. So you're telling those students to come commute to Keel and Steels. But I don't I don't think there's a way to incorporate those kids. And that's a culture that might just be kind of separate from York. I'll agree. I think that they've kind of set it up in a way that Glennon is just a separate entity. And that's the way yeah. they run. And I feel like through different like clubs, for example, like different clubs on campus, like I know um, UCI, for example, has members from Glennon on their um, council, ASA. Mm-hmm. Like stuff like that, right? They have members from Glendon that are also part of their club, and that kind of helps incorporate the two together. But mm-hmm. ultimately, they they run differently and they run separately. And I don't necessarily know if there's a way to properly um, combine the two or incorporate them with each other because of the fact that like they're they're in a whole different space, right? So that's why like when Glendon students come to to Kill Campus, they they're confused. I've had people be like, oh, how do you get to Tate? And I'm like, are you yeah. new here? They're like, no, I'm just yeah. from Glendon. I'm like, shoot, like, y'all really don't know how to get to Tate. Yeah. So oh, it's facts, just, though. I actually don't know, like, what I would do necessarily. I feel like that would take a lot of planning, but I think it would take a lot of co- cooperation from the colleges and the faculty on Keel campus and mm-hmm. realistically seeing what Glendon needs from us to make them feel included. You 
want to what do you think about the college system in terms of the college presidents and all that stuff like i've been hearing rumblings that the university wants to can yeah i was gonna even it. ask that because like i'm sure patricia like, would know more on that subject matter you both like, even mm-hmm. know more on that than i, I would. i've been i it's leaning towards it i feel like it's just too much of a middleman because there's no other schools that really have a college system uh, uh uft has a college system yeah, but it runs very UFT. differently. It runs very it differently. They don't have that much does. freedom like we do, eh? Well, yeah. I think the college system have... is what separates, like, York from other York schools. York from, you know? yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, it's very, it differentiates it because, like, it literally, it definitely does cater to, like, the social needs of students for sure. If you take and advantage of it, for yeah. sure. And I think that's very important, too, because, like, you know, I considered going to UFT. Um, it was one of the schools that I applied to. And I went, on, you know, to the campus. I'm like, oh, the campus is beautiful, like, all this stuff. But then I'm like, and I heard just different things from, you know, older heads and people that I know. And it's like, I'm so happy that I chose York specifically for the social aspect of the campus life. Like, York is a community school, but there's so many different opportunities for so many different groups of people to interact and actually have, get the full experience of what it means to be in university. You know what I mean? And it's like, I feel like other, other campuses that are like, for example, like McMaster, Queens, those are not commuter schools, right? So they have a different experience because of the fact that most of their students live on campus. So they have their, you know, their clubs, they have their parties, they have their this, their that. But it's like York is probably one of the only commuter schools that actually provides a social life for its students. Yeah, I agree. They definitely try to cater to the to that market or that demographic of people who might not necessarily know who they are finding themselves. And mm-hmm. I can say it helped me a lot, for sure. Like, I met a, yeah. a lot of my friends through the college system, right? So, like, yeah. it definitely has its benefits. And I don't think York, per se, should probably veer away from that. Maybe other schools, like, independence works in terms of mm-hmm. just having their own autonomy. But, like, in this case, like, it, I think it really adds a genuine school pride, campus pride, like, that other schools don't offer. Like, even me going to other schools enjoy myself for a weekend or two like i always would rather just be at york yeah that's facts though even then you'll you'll pop up like york york's just york's one of those social schools where if you don't have class that day you'll, you'll still pop out you know what i mean like people that graduated still come out and pop out and will spend more than like three four hours there like you'll be there kicking you'll be there chilling you'll get into debates you'll get into conversations mm-hmm. like that's what i think separates even our complex from all the other comp the other count um colleges is that that we share one space together mm-hmm. and i think really out of all the colleges our three colleges kind of are the main colleges that have the same ideals in terms of like how we interact with things and deal with situations like how like banyan founders like the students still kind of i would say mainly for our group of people that we always link with like how like the vanier crowd would come and kick in the lounge that that consistent crowd was always people that would come in and would either be talking about sports or be talking about politics. We'll be talking about the, the topics going on Twitter and stuff. I'm like, mm-hmm. that's the thing I miss the most right now is like that's those days bad. where we'll be in the lounge and man's will come, you guys will come, come into the lounge. And then you guys will start asking some law questions and saying like, yo, yo, so got like, like girls really like it if you apply pressure and you'll be like, no, like that makes me really upset. You know what I mean? Oh, like, we're you know, today, right? we're getting yeah, it. we're getting, yeah. Cause oh, that's, man. no, cause there's questions. Patricia, you're the insider. Cause this is, I'm this is what it's going to be. Like, yeah, we need some female no, no. perspective on the show. Like, man, I am a nobody. There's, there's a lot of, there's a lot of male listeners with, with questions. Uh, generally speaking though like i just want to know from like a female um perspective or ideology obviously like 
what what is pressure being applied to you? Like, what does that entail? So I can just get a type of description. Like, what does that entail to you? And do you um, like it? And does that make sense? It does, but I feel like it's such it's a question that's so you can't generalize it. You know what I mean? Yeah, because yeah, everyone for sure. in terms of relationships, everyone approaches relationships differently and everyone approaches their their dating life, their sex life, whatever it is, differently, right? So it's mm-hmm. like for me personally, like I am kind of traditional in the sense where like I want the man to make the first move. You know what I mean? I'm I'm also a very like it doesn't seem like it a lot of times, but I'm a shy person. And especially if I don't know you, like, I don't know how to talk to guys, if I'm being real honest. Especially guys I don't know, don't know how to talk to them. For me, personally, I like when someone moves to me, but it has to be in a respectful way. Like, you have to do it tastefully. You know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. you can't come on some, ugh, I don't know. But No, 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 do it. I know exactly what you're talking about. Everybody knows the tone. Like, wagwan babes, you know what I mean? Yeah, that, like, you, you can't come on. You, <laughs> you can't That's come what she on, means, you know? Can't be applying pressure like that. You can't come yeah, on, you know, the Toronto man wave. You know what's crazy yeah. to me? Like, I feel as though, like, that's very selective. Because I've seen yeah, it personally. Yeah. Like, I know it. Like, the nice. whole idea or the whole premise of applying pressure, if there's obviously different criteria for different people. If someone's attracted for to sure. you, they're going to allow certain things that someone else you're not attracted to or is not attracted to you would do conventionally. Like, she's not allowing it. Correct. Like, that's well, correct. So, like, if, if a man were to say, oh, yeah, well, I'll go on this, this, he was going to holler at a girl, and the girl found him attractive, I still think she would allow it, which is why it's really <laughs> kind of hard to gauge. Like, it's very selective. It's very volatile. Yeah, the attraction, the attraction gives it's, you more leeway to work with. Yeah, but that's what I'm saying. Like, it's a very, like, case-by-case basis because the way I deal with one person might be different from the way I deal with other people. But generally, Facts. I would say that I expect, you know, a certain level of respect, no matter coming from no matter who it is, whether I find them, you know, to be a 10 or a 7, I still expect, you know, respect and decency from them if they're if they're moving to me. Like, it's, yeah. just, it's just one of those. I mean, that's valid, though. I think, like, all humans should really... Like, a lot of people try to say, like, oh, yeah, you're not expected. No one owes you anything. That is fair, but... I don't like certain, that mindset, though. Yeah, personally. in certain situations, I, like I feel as though, like, everyone is owed basic human decency and respect. Like, because I feel it just it gives people and it validates people's insecurities and it gives people to treat others. It gives people a reason or an yeah. avenue to treat others like shit. Like you can't hide behind the fact that <laughs> And I feel like yeah. honestly that, that notion that I, it's a, it's become, okay, this, I was talking about this with someone the other day and we've become a very self-pleasing, self-serving society. And so in that terms, everyone's very selfish and they don't think they owe anyone anything. And that's it, realistically, it's not true. You do owe people respect. You respect, do owe people yeah, that I, you show them you know? your manners. You yeah. know, you do owe people kindness. Like, everyone's talking about, you know, there's such a reputation around Toronto being, you know, the screw-face capital, and people always move move weird to different people in Toronto, and everyone's mean to each other. Well, if you have this mindset of, I don't owe anyone anything, yeah. how do you expect other it's people to move? Weird. But if you're moving, I never understood. Exactly. Yo, you, you know what I hate the most? You know what I hate the most is is when is when I see it and I'll see it on social and it comes from guys and girls where they'll be like, yeah, I'm not, I'm not talking to anyone from 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 Canada. I'm gonna find me a a man from the U.S. or a girl from the U.S. And it's like that the same things that happen here happen there too. Like you're gonna oh hundred percent you're not you're, you're not gonna move to the U.S. and find and find girls that are completely like not here. Like it's just a different it's just a different state or a different country. 
So you're going to get different, different behaviors. I don't even think it's a geographical issue. I think it's it's a generational issue. It's literally issue. a personality issue. It's, like, exactly. Yeah. There's air factors. Like, I just don't, I don't see why you from fucking Boston <laughs> and... <laughs> why, why, why are you giving her Addy? Why, why are you naming uh, Ed? I don't see why people why? from, like, Jaden Weston is going to come say, oh, yeah, um... My soulmate's not in here. I'm pretty sure your soulmate's here. You just haven't found yeah. him or you her. You just not haven't looked hard enough. Yeah, you're not ready. Like, yeah, it's you're not, not ready. It's you're not, not your fortune at the moment. Because it gets to the point. It gets to the point where, like, it gets to the point where, like, you grow, you grow in and out of relationships. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And like some relationships, you think you wouldn't get into. Like, I didn't think I'd get into like the last relationship. Like, I like you know what I mean? Like every you everybody was shocked. Like everybody. You know it mean? was a weird, it was an odd pairing. I'm so shocking. sorry. Every, no, but that's the pairing. truth. I was very But confused. that's the truth from everybody, you know <laughs> what I mean? Like, that was the truth. Like, everybody was saying, like, even then, it was like, okay, like, that's two different people. And that was the whole basis. And, like, now it's it's done. We're out. We're both moved on. Whatever. Future things happen. But even me looking back at it, like, yeah, it was an odd pairing. It was two different people, you know what I mean? And you try something, you live and you learn, then you move on to your next relationship or you keep with that person. You take the experiences that you have and you just try to do better. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. You just try to do better each time. And that's what it comes to. So that whole disrespect of, oh, my soulmate isn't here. It's like, no, you just have to look, like, not say look hard, but just don't rule it out. People need to stop ruling things out because then what if what if it's there the whole time, but you just have a negative mindset towards it. And I also think, like, in that terms, too, is, like, people are looking too hard for that. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like your time, your time will come at the end of the day. Like I'm a very firm believer in like in God's timing. And so for me, like I'm not going to force a relationship with someone or I'm not going to force relations with someone that it, it doesn't really serve me a purpose. You know what I mean? Just to say, oh, yeah, I, I've been in a relationship I, for yeah. what? at the end of the day, because yeah. that's going to cause you a lot more stress if there's no compatibility and there's no oh. mutual respect oh. and there's no communication and there's no X, Y, Z. Why am I wasting my time for you're just saying adding that, more stress to your life already. Exactly. And saying that you're you're you can't find your soulmate here. Well, first of all, maybe you're you're looking at the wrong people. Maybe you know that's what why saying, you like, can't yeah, find your soulmate like, here. You have a you have a track record of going yeah, to like, guys who don't know how to communicate and don't respect boundaries. You know what or I'm you saying? have a track and, record and for going for girls who like to talk to multiple guys at the same time. Like it's you're obviously you have a type. Like the, to say that people don't yeah. have a type. Yeah, that's a lot. I'm talking about personality type. I'm talking about personality type. I'm not talking about you know like. Yeah, we're looking. We're not looking. We're not looking at looks and and all that stuff. Yeah, like that's a whole separate conversation. That narrative is so weird. Because you draw in, you draw in the people that you want to draw in. Exactly. Like like, it's like you draw in the people you want to draw in, and like I firsthand I've seen it. It's like, oh no, I keep drawing in these same types of people, and then now it's a point where like I sit down to myself and I'm like, okay why do i keep drawing in these type of people like what am i doing wrong that's the thing though i think self and it's an internal reflection you know what i mean yeah. like, i sit down with myself i sit down with myself and say like why do i keep looking at this type and it's like oh because i'm looking for this and if you're looking for this you're gonna often get this as your answer it's a simple math equation if you're it's one plus one equals two it's nothing complex i'm if i'm this person and i'm looking for this person this is the result i will keep getting once in a right. while, it might change for you, and you might get lucky off of it. But it's like, why not just try to look 
internal before you start blaming the world and you start blaming people and you start yeah, that's a, that's a blaming thing the problem. For me, fam. You know, like a lot of people, especially this generation, they struggle with self-reflection because like through 100%. things, social media, social media, like a lot of times there's a lot of very off kiltered opinions or opinions that like you know I, they say no opinion is wrong but a lot of opinions i see are not <laughs> awful, right? and like it's a space like especially apps like twitter like those are spaces yeah. that are allowing people to come on there project their poor opinions or project their yeah. viewpoints on yeah. something which don't yeah. really align with the status quo and then you yeah. have other people on there with their shitty personality traits they're coming to resonate with each other <laughs> and give each other sympathy and all that and it happens all the time right yeah. so like a lot of people are not really trying to self-reflect <laughs> and intrinsically see what they can do better or how they can better themselves Yo, because it's very easy to say oh this person is the same as me so why i don't have to change anything but like not everyone's alike right like we're all different so yeah bro not, not something that works for one person doesn't shouldn't work, doesn't work for you yeah so like, and i feel like works for you it's really up to you to find out why it's not working for you and make some changes it's very simple yeah and just to add on to that like in general i feel like everyone kind of follows the same trends everyone follows the same status quo like and if you break away from that status quo you're looked at differently and it could be no matter with relationships with the way you present yourself with your beliefs like your, yeah. your political ideologies no matter what it yeah. is like you're if you're not on brand if you're not on brand with the majority you will be um alienated 100 yeah. yeah. our, our like, creating a, like a lot of yes men you know what i mean it's exactly like, it's like it's like you're cutting out the freedom thinkers and the free th- not to say like now there's a difference between like we also have to add to it there's a difference between you saying your thoughts and your opinions and you actually belittling people and and then doing Correct. your own stuff which is like breaking barriers and breaking and causing problems but mm-hmm. at the same time, like I should be able to voice my opinion on certain topics, like freely and say how I feel about it without, without everyone looking at me, without everybody saying, all right, cool. Like, yo, stay away from Majid because Majid, yeah. Majid's a free thinker. But it, it's just yeah. funny because like even the whole idea of that, like cancel culture, it's just like we weren't really like we're not in a position where we can judge others like that as humans because yeah. we all have our shortcomings. Yeah. Exactly. So for you to come say, oh, yeah, someone's wrong for saying that, like. Number one, they might be maybe not as informed on the topic as you, one. Mm-hmm. Number two, like, their opinion is their opinion. Like, you can't change yeah. that. And exactly. so people have room to grow, too. So if someone says And you should let them educate. Ago, exactly. Like, I don't understand if you're a repeat offender, people are exempt from making mistakes. Like, they're not exempted from like, making mistakes. Like, there's a lot of things I didn't know when I was 15 that I probably might have said on social media that I would never say now. Yeah. <laughs> I'm that's like the part like, it's, it's growth it's growth about it you know what i mean there's Maturing. certain things where like you should be allowed to give people a certain point like like not to harp on it but remember that whole jb thing when he was like 12 like where he was saying the oh, N-word yeah, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah on youtube remember that whole thing like not mm-hmm. to say it's right but like you have to also take into context maybe where he's from in that area because he's not he's not a suburbs kid he's not from He's not in Vaughn or one of those areas where it's like he's mixed with the culture. Maybe where he lived, it's just all just all white people that were just saying certain things. So it's a culture thing that you have mm. to re-identify. Once you educate yourself, you learn. You're like, oh, that's not right. But when I was back home, that's what's right. And then instead of ostracizing people, where now you have a whole group of people that completely think, okay, cool. You know what I mean? We're, we're, never, we're just going to keep our ways. We're going to stick to what we do. Because it's just what's best. Why don't you just educate them and teach them and like? And if they don't want to learn from the education, then 
then it's different. Then you can cancel them or at least give them a chance to learn. But I feel like even even with that, like there's a lot of people who don't want to be the point of someone's education. Like people yeah. don't actually yeah, want to take and the thing is and the thing is so many people, like especially in our generation, are so misinformed because they get their information off of Twitter and Instagram rather than yeah, actually, you know, picking up a book. Yeah, don't watch the news. <laughs> like, just go watch CNN one time, you'll figure it out. You know what I mean? So <laughs> I feel like that that's the other thing too. Like people can say, Oh yeah, like we need to educate these people, but they're not even willing to become the one to be the educator. It's so true. it's like, so then how does that work? And it goes back to the same, the, the I don't owe anyone mindset. Like, oh, you know what? It's not my uh, my job or my obligation to educate anyone on this topic. Well, if you have an issue with their behavior, if you want to see better change in the world, I, like, well, why yeah, would you I, not like, speak you on it in a respectful manner? Yeah. Exactly. Why would you not take it as a learning opportunity in a respectful manner? And the other thing is, too, is some people try to educate from a point of defense and from a point of, um, like, like, being condescending when they're trying to educate people. You can't educate people from a condescending point from a view because no one's going to actually be willing to listen to you if you're sitting there making making you feel stupid for trying to learn something and that's one thing people hate a lot because i know i hate especially when especially when someone says you should know this it's like okay i'm here to learn (laughs) i'm trying to learn this for a reason i shouldn't there's a reason why i'm here i don't know it so teach me why so i know it I don't know. Now I want to know. And if know. there's one thing I know about people, no one likes being f- labeled or being yeah. um, fucking categorized as an idiot, bro. Like, don't do that. Yeah. yeah. That's one thing. Yeah, yeah. No, for sure. Period. Like, you can come tell You're me just, something I'm not educated on. You can have an elaborate discussion. We can share our perspectives. But when it comes to the point that you're making me feel like you're smarter than me, like, I'll get pissed off right away. And I'll plug yeah. You can still do it respectfully. You know yeah. what I mean? You can still try to teach someone respectfully without having them, without having them feel like trash. You know, that's I'm funny like, that's because you know it's crazy. Teachers don't even do that too. They're condescending as fuck. Also, it's all crazy. the time, and they're getting paid big money to do it. Like the worst part is big money to do it. The worst part was in high school. Like, how many times in high school have you ever been like, "Hey, can I get some extra time? Like, can you stay with me back because I don't get this?" And then they'd be like, "Oh, wow, really? You don't get it? It's like, fam, you're getting paid by my taxpayer dollars to actually teach me this." literally yeah. i'm literally paying you to teach me can you just tell me what the problem is yeah like and that's the thing i feel as though that's another reason why students probably aren't as willing to communicate or get help from higher ups mm-hmm. because yeah before how many times have you have have it, it, for like a week yeah it causes a whole problem like fam, I'm not to do that. i'll just figure it out myself or i just won't do it so we got some closing points Okay. You know what I mean, Quabs, what's your closing? What's your closing point? What's something that you can give to the people for them to take away? Um, that, you know, at the end of the day, whether it's relationships, any facet, any aspect of your life, mm-hmm. just stay true to yourself and do what you want to do at the end of the day because you're not really living <laughs> these people. You're doing <laughs> your, you're living to make yourself happy. So do what you want at the end of the day. Don't mm-hmm. feel as though something should be normalized. If you want to do it, go do it. You're a grown. Yeah. As grown men and women, as grown individuals, yeah. we can literally do what we want. So mm-hmm. stay true to yourself. Don't say um, you need to find your soulmate in Europe. I promise you, your soulmate's not in London. <laughs> Yo, that was, a, that was a DM to someone. I promise <laughs> and you they know not. who they are. But, yeah, that's what I'm going to leave y'all off on. Stay healthy, stay safe. We got more content coming for your head tops. Come on, man. Patricia, um... what you got? What you got for the people? Thanks for joining us also. Closing, I would say in terms of the first topic of colleges, 
if you go to York or any school, to be honest, make the best of your experience, make the best of your four years mm -hmm. or however many mm -hmm. years you're there for, because after that, you're in the real world and you're not going to meet the same type of people you will in university in the real world. And just overall, do everything with love and compassion. I feel like we're lacking a lot of that in society today and in this generation. Come from a caring standpoint and you're going you're gonna to catch more bees with honey. You know what I mean? So yes, just sir. do everything in a respectful manner. Be way. respectful of people's um, beliefs, of people's mindsets, but also be open to hearing different viewpoints. And um, yeah, that's about it. Yeah. And I'm going to keep it short and sweet. You know, just follow your heart and just, just kind of, just make sure you follow your heart, but think with your head. I think, I don't know how that quote goes, mm. but that, that, you know, that quote where mm. it will guide you, you know what I mean? So don't, don't be afraid to jump into new lanes. Like, you know what I mean? You're all young. You can try student government, but make sure you go in with the right intentions and you'll get Correct. so many benefits out of it. Correct. And then Correct. just try to navigate that. Make sure you look at people's intentions and not to say what they can bring to you, but what do they bring to your life? personality wise you know what i mean it's never about what people can bring to you as gifts but how can they help you grow as an individual as a young individual you know what i mean because some of the mm -hmm. friends that you make in university you carry on for life and i know a lot yep. of people now that i've made friends with i'm like a lot of them are friends that i'll take to the like we'll do anything for each other to help each other no matter the situation mm -hmm. so thank you for listening to the oh. president's lounge you know Stay tapped in, as Kobina says. That's Kobina's things. Tap in. Stay tap. tapped in. Tap fully. You know, fully. thank you, Patricia, for joining us. You know, thank you for having time me. Out of your thank day. you. Thank you. You know what I mean? One of the best guests, definitely. Open uh, conversation. We'll definitely have you back. You know uh, what I mean? We're trying to work on this to be like a season one. So hopefully season two, we can get some video, get into a nice little space, maybe get some douce in the cut. I'm telling you, it's gonna be a different type of conversation. It's gonna be a different type of time once we get back outside and we get a spot. Take care, everybody. Stay safe. We'll see you next week for the next episode. Bye.